Welcome to Backlog Books. My name is Kara. In this podcast, I will be recapping and discussing what I have been reading lately. Thank you for listening, and please be prepared for spoilers. This week, I am going to Dragon Con. I have so many conflicting emotions about it because it was canceled last year, and I'm so excited to go this year. But it's still dangerous. I'm vaccinated. The people I'm going with are vaccinated. They're requiring a vaccine or a negative COVID test for attendees to Dragon Con, but it's such a big event. And I just haven't done anything like this in almost two years. So I'm a little nervous. And I have a lot of stuff to pack still. But mostly, I'm excited to be going and to be going with good friends. It should be a good time. But we're here to talk about books. Luckily, on theme with Dragon Con, I'm talking about another dragon book. This time, Dragon Song by Anne McCaffrey. Yes, I'm doing another Dragon Riders of Pern book. Here is the summary of Dragon Song. Menely, a young fisher's daughter, had dreamed all her life of learning the harper's craft. When her stern father denied Menely's destiny, she fled half-circle hold, just as Pern was struck again by the deadly danger of Threadfall, the killing ropes of death that fell from a nearby star. Taking shelter in a cave by the sea, Menely made a miraculous discovery that ensured her a new home among the master musicians of Pern's Harper Hall. Dragon Song was published in 1976. I read it in April of 2021. Our author, Anne McCaffrey, was born in 1926 and died in 2011. She is best known for her Dragon Riders of Pern series. She's also part of the Science Fiction and Fantasy Hall of Fame, along with people like David Bowie and Ursula Le Guin and Octavia Butler. Before McCaffrey was a full-time writer, she studied music and stage directing for operas and operettas. And we're going to see the results of that study kind of come to fruition here in this book. I don't often talk about sequels or books in the same series in separate episodes. In some ways, it's easier to just cram everything into one podcast episode and release it into the world. I was initially going to do this book instead of Dragonflight. But Dragonflight is so iconic and essential to the Pern universe that it really made sense to do that book and to do it first. However, the Harper Hall trilogy, which begins with Dragon Song, is my favorite of the Pern books that I have read, so I wanted to do this one as well. Some of this will sound a little familiar if you have already listened to my Dragonflight episode. You shouldn't have to listen to the Dragonflight episode to understand this, or even to read Dragonflight before you read this one. This one works as a standalone. So there is a kind of fantasy that has a foundation of science fiction. It's sort of similar to a portal story in fantasy, where someone from our world finds a portal to a new fantasy world. Instead, this is colonists forget their origins slash lose their technology. 
So technology gets them to a new world where they had to find new ways of living that seem magical now, thousands of years since the colonists first landed. Pern is one such world. So to recap our world for Dragon Song, Pern is a planet with an orbiting star that every so often sends through the atmosphere what is called thread, a spore that eats away at anything alive. The original colonists of Pern bred dragons from indigenous creatures to fight the thread to burn it out of the sky before it ever reached the ground. So Dragon Song begins with a nice explanatory foreword about the wider plot of Pern, what happened in Dragonflight, namely how Thread had been gone for 400 years before suddenly returning, and how the Dragon Riders dealt with it. That's why I say you can read Dragon Song without ever reading any of the rest of the Pern books. Our actual story, though it is peppered with hints about big world-altering events, is focused on the hopes and dreams of a teenager. Honestly, sometimes it's nice to focus on smaller dramas and problems rather than big, world-ending catastrophes, if you know what I mean. Our main character, Menelie, wants to be a harper, a musician and storyteller and teacher, but her whole family and her whole town is involved in the fishing trade. And besides, no girl has ever become a harper. She is secretly apprenticed to the harper in their town of Half Circle Hold. But when he dies, she is left without a teacher and without any friends. Her parents beat her for making up songs and do everything they can to discourage her music, they're worried that she will shame them, and the entirety of Half Circle Hold agrees. Everyone in the Hold knows Menelie is a talented musician, but they all believe she will eventually grow out of it and settle down. Menelie struggles at the Hold. She plays in secret when she can, but if she's caught, she's punished, and one day her hand is injured. The injury is bad enough that she may never regain full use of her hand. Her parents relax a little, mentally won't be able to play instruments anymore, and they believe she will soon move on. But Menelie's whole existence is focused on music. She's constantly coming up with songs and lyrics and tunes, and she just longs to create. The thought that she won't be able to play anymore is devastating to her. She starts spending all her time outside, away from the safety of the hold, desperate to be far from her parents and all the people who think she shouldn't play music. On one of her outings, she discovers fire lizards and helps a golden queen save her clutch of eggs from a rising tide. Fire lizards are what the original colonists of Pern genetically engineered dragons from. So this whole book is just me and everyone in Pern desperately wanting a tiny dragon as a pet. A new harper, Elgeon. I have to keep reminding myself to be grateful that at least this isn't 
Twilight's Kingdoms, with its incredibly complicated names, but sometimes fantasy names feel ridiculous to say out loud. So a new harper, Elgion, joins Half Circle Hold, and he begins a careful search for two things, the old harper's apprentice and fire lizard eggs. Wow, if only there was one person who, like, encapsulated both of those things. The dragon weirs are desperate to find fire lizards. They're hoping to give them as gifts and ease the current tense political situation. Do you remember all those dragon riders and dragons we brought back from the past to solve our problem in Dragonflight? They're now spread throughout Pern and causing trouble. Especially because Pern was used to having a very small presence of dragons, and now the number of dragons has expanded exponentially. So bonding with a dragon is very unlikely for most people of Pern, but fire lizards are much more accessible, and they give a taste of what bonding with a dragon is like. The weirs and harpers are hoping to foster understanding between the dragon riders and everyone else in Pern. Elgion doesn't have much luck in his search. Part of it is that he's looking for a boy. The old harper never mentioned that his apprentice was a girl. Everyone in Half Circle Hold is shifty about the apprentice harper when he asks, and they're convinced they'll be shamed or dishonored if anyone found out about Menelay. Honestly, it feels ridiculous. Like, oh no, a girl can play music really well, however will our hold survive the shame? But we saw this in Dragonflight, too. Tradition rules Pern, and tradition says that women never become harpers. Menely herself is convinced she'll never play again because of her injury, so she avoids the new harper, not to mention her parents are still keeping an eye on her, worried she'll do something rash. Soon after she rescues the fire lizard eggs, Menely tries to join the nightly singing at the hold, led by the harper, only for her mother to stop her. It's too much for Menely, it's the final straw. She won't even be allowed to sing. It's one of the only kinds of music she still has access to. She packs a bag and leaves the hold, determined not to come back. Unfortunately, living outside of a hold has its own dangers beyond having to find shelter and food. Thread still falls from the sky every few days or so. Just a few years ago, she wouldn't have to think about it because they were in a drought between Threadfalls. But now anyone caught without shelter during Threadfall is likely to die. Mentally fueled by the stubbornness of being 15, refuses to return to the hold. She has had enough. She finds shelter in the fire lizard cave and witnesses the eggs hatching. The baby fire lizards try to fly out to find food, but Thread is falling. If they go out, they'll die. She stops as many as she can by feeding them all of her supplies. She saves most of them, but there's an unexpected consequence. She has now bonded to nine fire lizards. 
Much like with dragons, this is a psychic bond. The fire lizards are simple creatures, and mostly what she gets through the bond are emotions. Her next weeks are busy, occupied with making a home out of the cave and keeping her nine fire lizards fed. She makes herself read pipes and finds that she can play a little bit of music. Her hand isn't injured so badly, and she can do it whenever she wants. She's finally unafraid of being caught and punished for playing her music. It seems like she might actually be able to make a life for herself outside of the hold. Except, not long after, she's caught far away from the cave when Thread begins to fall. She runs for the shelter of the cave, knowing she won't make it before Thread reaches her. But luckily, she's rescued by a dragon rider and taken to safety at Benden Weir. Menely has already completely changed her whole life just by removing herself from the hold. But here, her whole life changes again. Menely is welcomed into the weir. She's cared for, and they find uses for her. They put her to work, and no one is ashamed of her. She meets people her age, she has fun, and even sings sometimes in public. Gasp. Music is so intrinsic to humanity. Music, dance, storytelling have been part of life forever. We put it in everything. In our ads, in our movies, in our video games. We sing while we work. We make up silly songs to sing to our pets. Seeing something so deeply human restored to Menely is so satisfying. She's not even part of the Harpers. She's just part of a normal community that doesn't shame her for liking what she likes. Life begins to correct itself, finally, as she's given permission by her elders and her peers to be proud of her skills and not to hide them away. Just being at the Weir would be enough to make Menelia's life a million times better, but that's not the end of this story. She is able to direct the dragon riders to another clutch of fire lizard eggs, which is a huge boon to the Weir. She makes friends and even gets to attend an actual dragon hatching. It's similar, but a much bigger scale than the fire lizard hatchings she witnessed. And just when you think Menely has reached her highest point, she meets Robinton, the master harper of all of Pern. The harpers have been looking for her. We know this. Elgion was looking for her in Half Circle Hold. She has a talent for songwriting that the harpers want. It's a difficult time in Pern. There's lots of tension between the weirs and the holds, and her skills, when trained, would be of great use to them. The harpers don't just sing for entertainment. They teach, they pass messages, they act as advisors, and do their best to maintain a sense of community across the whole continent and open people up to new ideas. The harpers are determined to change the traditions Pern has clung to for so long, and Robinton wants Menely to help. At the end, Menely goes from shunned by her family to run away to adopted by an entire weir in short time. She could be happy at the weir. She could make a good life there. 
but her heart is still in music. When the master harper asks her to come back with him to Harper Hall, she says yes. My final word on Dragon Song. It's short. It's a lot of fun. It's a story with a smaller scope than Dragonflight, like I said at the beginning. There's nothing wrong with that, though. A story doesn't have to tackle every issue all at once. The sequel, Dragon Singer. Honestly, this should have just been one book, Dragon Song and Dragon Singer. Dragon Singer follows immediately after Dragon Song. Menely is whisked away to the Harper Hall and once again has to create a whole new life out of thin air. Even at the Harper Hall, there are people who cling to tradition and object to Menely's arrival. But she makes friends and she has her fire lizards and above all, she has music. If you want more media like this, you can try the Circle of Magic books by Tamora Pierce. Join me next time to hear about Akata Witch by Nettie Okorafor. You can find the pod on Facebook at Backlog Books Podcast. Comments, questions, you can email me at backlogbookspod at gmail.com. The music is by Joseph McDade. You can hear more of his work at josephmcdade.com. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope to talk with you again soon.